Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Emotional words from an advocate. A marching band shows up. A talk show that'll make you flip. And Ronda Rousey has her first match ever on Raw right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, come on now. You don't know this song? Come on now. Did it gonna run and say it how you wanna leave it when it's finished? Let me dress it up and made it seem sweet like a beach in Martinique. Goody back up on their feet. Set it straight for 9 8. License plate with a triple eight. Come on now, TK! My ex used to listen to this and he was like old. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your complete apathy for the Goody Mob just now breaks my heart. I mean, I like them. Yes. But this is a great song. It's called They Don't Dance No More. I have heard of the song, but it's like there's certain songs that are like in your era and then you don't appreciate them as much. So I'll put that in the queue. I mean, I would prefer 50 Cent, It's Your Birthday. But you know. That would have been so obvious, though. I don't care. It's still my birthday. Yeah, well, it was my birthday, too. But I mean, so why not celebrate? We are celebrating, technically. This is a late birthday show, a belated show for both of us. Well, I mean, you didn't play 50. Okay. Tone, at, <laughs> at some point, Tony, at some point for the show, wait, what song are you talking about the, in Go the club? Shorty, it's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. That's not a birthday song, FYI. It's I literally mean, one little verse that he says it's your birthday. That's all he needs to say. So, Tone, if we could. Just a queue up, not now, but 50 Cent in the club at some point, we'll play it. Thank you. To make you happy. Thank you. I mean, I'm, it should be us. You're really not a true Leo at all. I'm so trying. How am I not a Why? Your Leo card is going to be revoked. For what? what? Why not? Because Leos, like, celebrate their I birthdays. Did. Leos are leaders. Obama a, is a Leo. Uh, Meghan yeah. Merkel is a Leo. Okay. I, you are questionable. I just had a birthday party on Saturday. I celebrated. Yeah, you had a birthday party. Yeah, I don't need more than that. Birth season's on fleek. People ain't showing up for me more than once. Trust. I had six weeks people showed up. Well, you're more well-liked. <laughs> so I had one party. I'm good. It was prom theme. I mean, it looked legit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It did look legit, didn't it? Yeah. Well, there you go. But why not, you know, extend it? I'm just saying, I wish you would appreciate the Goody Mob because it's a pretty sweet song. I mean, yes, but it just, you know, feels like in we, we only have birthdays. And thank you, Lawrence Falk, for saying I can rap. If you buy my comedy album, you're going to hear, actually, some hip-hop songs that I made. So, I mean, I'm not the worst. I will say that. No, you're, you're legit. You know you know your stuff. Thank you. I appreciate you that. You know you. You're down for the cause. Welcome, everyone, to the Raw After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. We are at, uh, we're half squad tonight, but that's okay. It was her birthday just a couple of days ago. It was mine last week. We're still in celebration mode. At least she is. I am. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> uh, my name is Johnny LaQuasto at JQuasto on all social media platforms. The lovely lady to my left, the birthday girl. See her every single day on TMZ. Her hair is beautiful. Her earrings are amazing. Everything about her is stunning. Follow her at TK Trinidad because she is TK Trinidad. Thank you. No doubt. I like that intro. Thank you. 
uh, on the spot. <laughs> you know, when you're on the spot, you just be honest, and and the words just, just naturally flow out. I like it. They appear. So, uh, okay, we are we're less than two weeks from SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think overall? Of, I, I know Chat Roll has their opinion, mm-hmm. and I want to get your opinion overall. Uh, is, did this seem like a second to last? Raw to you prior to... Uh... Um, I like what they're doing with the Braun... Um, sorry. I like what they do, they're do. they doing with the Roman Reigns. And... Um, oh my god, where's my head today? I see his face. What, I'm Brock sorry? Lesnar. Yes. I like, what, I like the, what they're doing. Before I wasn't really buying the storyline, but what they did now is amping up. And I'm actually kind of excited to see what's going to happen. Like, you think you know what's going to happen, but with everything that happened with Paul Heyman and everything that happened last week and this week, I mean, now I'm really excited to see... If the storyline is going to continue and he's going to keep the belts or yeah. they're going to do the UFC kind of combo thing and attempt to do something like that or what's going to happen. So I really like the storyline. I didn't think it was going to be great. But you know what I really enjoyed? Really the on. video package with mm-hmm. Roman and Brock. For some reason, some video packages tend to be a little repetitive. I kind of dig how this brought back, you know, the last three years of their history. Mm-hmm. And I like what Roman, I, I, I like what he said. He's like, look. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to set the standard for the title. I'm going to go out and defend it. To me, and I understand there's a lot of people who hate Roman Reigns, but whatever. Uh, I really enjoyed this video package. To me, I think it actually, if we do indeed get Lesnar versus Reigns, and that's just that match as the main event, to me, this video package actually did help. Yes, it helped a lot. Because I wasn't, I think I said two weeks ago that I wasn't really into it. It was like, just don't, don't really care. Um, the whole thing of Bobby Lashley, you know, being added to possibly the equation. Yeah. I was kind of more feeling that. But with the video package and everything that happened in the last two weeks, um, I'm actually more, a little bit more invested in the story. Because now you kind of, you know the stuff that happened, but the reminder and how they presented it. And, you know, the fact that Brock is there on the couch, like, I'm going to come when I feel like coming. And then pretty much attacking Paul Heyman. I mean, that's really now amping up to think, okay, is he really like that or is it part character or is it a combination and is the UFC involved in some way shape Mm. or form you know there's that whole like which is real which is fake which I love because it's the blend of his personality and whatever 10%, 5%, 50% of character. Mm -hmm. So I really love that combination of it. And adding to it tonight, let's just get to the top story. I mean, well, we have two top stories, really. Ronda Rousey's first match on Raw, uh, technically top story, main event. I'm really glad to see, you know, her in the main event. Glad Mm -hmm. to see Alicia Fox get that shine. But while we're talking about Lesnar and Heyman, well, let's just talk about Heyman tonight. I Mm -hmm. mean, that, that is what a true performer is. That is someone who... There's levels, there's emotions. He's not worrying about dialogue. In mm-hmm. his eyes, in his brain, what was happening was real life just now. And I love the fact he wasn't afraid to cry. Yeah, I mean, people are calling him an Emmy winner. Yeah, you're right. At least a slammy, to say mm-hmm. the least. I mean, Paul Heyman reminded us tonight that he truly could be the best performer. You know, a lot of people say that Bobby Heenan is is all around the greatest performer of all time because he was a manager, he was a commentator, mm-hmm. he was a wrestler. And that, I won't argue because I love Bobby Heenan. Right. Now, Paul Heyman, granted, is not a wrestler. But as far as performances and making you believe, he is he is Heenan-esque as far as how great he truly is. And tonight's another example of that. Yeah, and he's also... Um added to the wrestling community for years, the decades. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just because he's not a wrestler, you can definitely not take away that he's invested into wrestling. And, yeah, the performance today was amazing. Like, somebody came over and asked me, like, so do you think, you know, it's over for Paul? And the fact, again, that 
you, the lines are so blurred that you don't really know if one, is he really leaving the company? Two, is it just, he's just decided to take a vacation with his kids Mm -hmm. and he needs a moment off, which is possible. Or is it just one of those things where they're prepping him for somebody else like Ronda Rousey? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have no idea. And the emotion behind it was amazing because, again, I love when the lines are blurred and you're not so sure, you know, what's, you know, uh, told for him to do versus, you know, what's happening versus everything else in between. It makes you wonder, too. I mean, you mentioned earlier, what if this all is one massive ruse between Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar? Right. Um, they're doing a great job of making it look like it's not certainly i mean paul Heyman. i love when renee asked the question like well uh, could you see yourself working or being an advocate for anyone else besides brock lesnar and Heyman's only response is that question was inconceivable two weeks ago right so i love how he didn't answer the question mm-hmm. but he answered the question right and it's possible but it's yeah. also not possible like it could also be possible that you know it's setting up for uh which I think is unheard of in the UFC for Paul Heyman to be Brock Lesnar's advocate in the UFC. Yeah. In interviews, in prep, in the weigh-in, all this other stuff, which doesn't really happen. So, I mean, that would be amazing, too. So, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen in both platforms, which is kind of exciting because then that will take the UFC into a whole different thing as Mm. far as crossing over. So, I don't know. I mean, after seeing, I don't know what's going to happen next week. I, I imagine we're going to have to see Lesnar, although he wasn't advertised to be at Raw next week. Mm-hmm. But it's the Raw before SummerSlam. You would think he's going to be there. Really? Well, that's, that's true. I guess I should I mean, I could almost inven- envision like a vignette where he's literally just... Sitting on a couch? Or, or like a rocking chair in front of like his big house with a gun slinged over his yeah. shoulder, just like whistling away, reading something that has nothing to do with wrestling. It is a known fact that Lesnar not appearing tonight, the, um, the subscriptions to the Outdoorsman magazines have skyrocketed way down, unfortunately. Tonight. The Outdoorsman, what was the other one? It was the Outdoorsman, the, um, oh no. It was, it was something else. Something, something, men. It was like the out... Sportsman or, I don't oh, know. It was, it was the... Yeah, the the hunters. Really men, legit, is that is that? I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. oh, poor magazines. Making stuff magazines up. are. First off, the fact that anyone he had a magazine, I love that. Yeah, a lot of people. Stuff. But I mean, he's he's in the demographic that probably still reads mm-hmm. magazines and probably still gets a newspaper, like you know, with the kid on the bike. I do love the newspaper. Over, so love me a good newspaper. But yeah, Heyman was amazing tonight. Uh, the video package on top of it to me, this. Between Heyman and the video package and, and Roman even tonight, uh, it, it to me it elevated that main event. If it is the main event, if yeah. that is the match. To me it looks like that's the match we're getting because Bobby Lashley's nowhere to be found now in this main event picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's he's messing with Elias. He just dis, I mean, he just leaped off the plank when it came to the, the main event title picture. Yeah, but is that him or is that the writers? Oh, it's certainly not him. Right. It's just they decided to go the other route. So maybe this is... If you're looking as far as uh, trilogy, as far as matches, I mean, you had three years ago when Rollins cashed in. Then you had this WrestleMania where the fans just completely went bonkers and didn't care. Right. I mean... (sighs) Well, I mean, if they made that decision, whoever did the prep for it did an amazing job as far as... Because they could have just went, you know, um, Roman Reigns talking bad about Brock. The stuff that happened last week, he's like, he never shows up. He can't wait to, you know, see him at SummerSlam. That would have been boring. But the things that lined up, like if they decide to get rid of Bobby and how they lined it up, whoever did the writing for that did a really good job. I'll Mm -hmm. give him kind of kudos for that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, tonight, and I don't... This will not be a popular opinion amongst most people. 
tonight helped me a lot as far as being invested in the Roman versus Brock. Yeah, match. actually looking forward to that match and see what what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm still not so sold that. Do you think it's going to be the main event though? Do you think they take that risk? Because you remember Mania, it was all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. Not just beach balls; it was everything. Mm. I mean, who else would be the main event? I mean, anything with AJ Styles, AJ and um. Yeah, I don't want to see. I'm not really feeling AJ as a main event. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I hope they don't do Ronda like they they did her today, and I'm we're gonna get into it. But I was. I mean, to me, the main event's. Got, I don't think that match is gonna be very long. The main event or the Ronda with with Ronda and Alexa. Yeah, there's, yeah, gonna, there's gonna be a lot of uh, extra. But. Yeah, it can't it can't be long because she's just not ready. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I hope that they don't. But again, we've discussed it time and time again. Uh, there's plenty of reasons why they should and they they might because of all the eyes and subscriptions and all the other stuff that doesn't have to do with wrestling. Um, but I can if they amp it up a little bit more as far as the what they've been kind of battling battling each other for the last couple of years and how they're actually progressing this storyline, I could be invested in it. Now it's only on them to actually show up and perform. Yeah. Because if they just kind of dial it in and they call it in and, you know. Well, I mean, look, I think this match will go over quite well if it's not the last match on the card. Now, I think AJ Styles and Samoa Joe can absolutely close out SummerSlam because the fans will be invested. I don't think they're going to be rambunctious for that one. Mm -hmm. You could also do Daniel Bryan and The Miz. That could actually main event SummerSlam. Now, granted, that, no title involved, but... That could be good, especially if they involve... And I know they've kind of been discussing it. I didn't see last week's uh, SmackDown, but um, I know they've been kind of discussing it. They, you know, do... I saw the meme of the two babies. Sure. Um, so, especially if they kind of involve the family in, um, that could be really interesting. It would be, especially if there's no title involved. It's literally a old grudge going back... Jesus, when Daniel Bryan came in, which... Mm-hmm. Let's see, Summer, uh, WrestleMania when he the I mean we're talking well over six years ago I think because WrestleMania thirty was when he won the title, mm-hmm. but the build up to that with the Yes movement that was a solid almost two years. So right. th- that's the lo- without a doubt the longest story we have in SummerSlam. And uh, somebody Chris is saying in the chat AJ and Samoa would be fire. Oh yeah, I mean look we've seen AJ Styles and Samoa Joe not in WWE though. Mm-hmm. So trust me when I say they are going to bring it, and I don't think it's going to be. Like AJ and Nakamura was that unfortunately did not turn out the way people wanted it to turn. See, out. here's the thing with Samoa Joe. Like, I think he's an amazing performer, but it's this almost the same thing. Just insert a different person, meaning like he's upset that you know he came back from an injury mm-hmm. and he's upset that he's not where he wants to be. He deserves all this stuff. Um, he's going to attack this person, be brutal, um, not necessarily be like um, Shinsuke as you know as far as you know underhanded stuff but he's going to be an amazing amazing performer he's going to show up they're going to do some amazing things and aj might you know pull out and he's going to be good mm-hmm. like i feel like um samoa is like the same he's an amazing performer you'll get a great performance but it won't be anything i don't know something unexpected yeah he seems to me like he's very um he shows up and he does his job. i gotta tell you just as good as he is in the ring he's been on fire with the microphone the mm-hmm. past couple of weeks and so i i think lesnar and reigns could be really great i just don't think you put it last on SummerSlam. And i understand the universal championship i get it right but if you're going to argue titles wwe championship is a lot older has a lot more history behind it so i just think that the way you build a card is so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Slammiversary, for example, 
built perfectly all the way through and start to finish, it was exactly how it should have went. Right, but those storylines for Impact are, I mean, whoever is doing the writing, um, they're doing a really great job. Agreed. With, with women and men. With, with not that big of a roster, absolutely. Right. And I think SummerSlam has a potential, the card, to build correctly. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, you put... Roman and Lesnar earlier in the card, the fans are going to be excited that it's not the final match, so I think they're going to behave and actually be invested, and then bam, you look forward to either Joe and AJ or Daniel Bryan and The Miz. And I think if you let Daniel Bryan and The Miz headline SummerSlam, I think that's a great move. Well, uh, MG Geek says, why are you wasting time on this? They literally said this will be the main event, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. You know, things change daily, yeah, right, in true. wrestling. That's so, true. Uh, yeah, it might not be. First off, they're going to call multiple matches main event. They always do. Yeah. So, with that said, Paul Heyman. Amazing. You're Amazing legend. job. Ronda Rousey's first match on Raw. There was a lot of stuff going on before, and there was an in-ring interview. Uh, Alexa had words to say. Alicia was being Alicia, which is always entertaining. Um, overall, with the match, what I like about Ronda, yo, it ain't pretty. <laughs> But it's effective and it looks painful. Probably I just, is. I I get it, but like Alicia and Titus seem like they're on the same boat where they just keep on losing. And I like both people. Um, and it just feels like like they're they're. I saw this on social media, kind of building up with Ronda and Alicia. And I, I didn't think Alicia was going to win, and she obviously didn't win. And it just feels like this was bed to her when she could have gone up against so many other people there on the roster. Alicia, granted, Alicia just came back, um, but I, I'm just tired of them poo-pooing on her. It's like, she's she's not going to get a chance. She's essentially going to, you know, do this for two or three more years, mm-hmm. and she's going to retire, and it feels like she's not really going to get a, a fair shake on, you know, opportunities. Whether she wants those opportunities, I don't know. Maybe she might be just coasting. I have no idea. She's been there for 10 years. Right. And we haven't seen her on TV a lot. And I think she does make the most of every opportunity. Every second she has on camera, she's there. And the match was fun. I mean, Alicia got the advantage early on. She got out of the ring when she was in danger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, when it came to, obviously, what I, what I the arm bar wasn't a perfect arm bar by any means. What was cool about it, though, even though it wasn't like 100% locked in, out of fear, like you could just, if I was calling that match I and I didn't get a chance to hear everything they said, mm-hmm. I would have just said, yeah, it wasn't locked in all the way, but she tapped out of fear because she knew her arm was about to get broken. Right. And that's what's great about that Ronda Rousey arm bar is you could tap out just knowing that you're about to get it snapped. Right. Eh. I'd almost want to see Anaya Jax and, and Ronda again. That was amazing. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. given the fact that, you know, obviously we know that Ronda's building, she's building on, you know, what she's what she's doing. Um, the fact that, you know, Naya flinged her around like she was a, a piece of cardboard was, that was great to me because now you're seeing that Ronda was vulnerable to somebody. But when you match up Alicia and Ronda together, it was just kind of like, okay, Alicia's been losing when she's on TV, yeah, as far as back as I can remember. But don't forget, you don't want to give away too much. Yeah, it's her first match on Raw, but SummerSlam's less than two weeks away. So I think Alicia, and Alicia's a veteran. Nia's not a veteran by any means. Right, but it just feel it felt like this, you know what I'm saying? It just felt like give... A tune-up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a tune-up, but then I would have almost rather them go back and forth as far as talking, like her and Alyssa, uh, Alexa split. Alexa Bliss. What Alexa Splits? Yes. Um, her and um, Bliss going back and forth. I'd rather see that than uh, this fight. Because mm. it was a main event, but, I mean, let me let me know in the chat. Who did you, who thought that Alicia was going to win? Well, no one did. Which, 
I don't know. I understand that, but I mean, there's a lot of matches in professional wrestling where you don't expect. Right, but we already know Ronda. Okay, just like when the Golden State Warriors uh, play the New York Knicks in 2018. The Knicks are, you know the Knicks aren't winning, yet Madison Square Garden still sold out. Right, but that's No, it's not. It's different. The Knicks didn't, like, we're assuming somebody told the Knicks to lose. I'm sure they went went out with the intention of winning. It's just more with with that particular thing. It's more about, you know, the roster and, you know, the potential and the skills and all that that other stuff, which you could kind of tell, but you just never know. Like, if they ended up winning, it would have been a great thing. It would have been that underdog story. But, like, you hopefully, like, it wasn't like, okay, you guys are going to lose. Mm-hmm. This is like, you're going to lose. Yeah, and so are the Knicks if they're playing the Warriors. Uh, <laughs> Especially if, uh, what's his name, is injured like he was a lot oh, last year. Oh, jeez. The big European guy. I can't think of his damn I name. Feel, uh, I feel, I, I hate when people do that to sports teams. What? Like, you know, it's just like, they're just so sucky that... Well, the Knicks did it to themselves. I get it, but, you know, there's always that feel-good underdog story, and there's there, right. there's a lot <clears throat> more psychologically that a lot of athletes go through when they're not on winning teams sure. that they have to deal with. So, I mean, it's just kind of like we're just dumping I mean, to me, on them. and I, I guess I will we'll agree to disagree. For me, Ronda and Alicia, I thought was a, a really cool first match, because number one, it put Alicia in a main event. It, mm-hmm. it gave her some, you know, some good camera time, and at the same time, it made Ronda look like a badass, and then on the mic, she kept it brief, but it was really good. Actually, somebody in the chat just mentioned, I saw that fight, um, with Misha Tate. I think that was the second time Ronda actually went up against her in the UFC. Mm-hmm. That would be, I think Misha just had her baby, or she might be pregnant still. That would be an amazing matchup if Misha ever came to the WWE for mm. her and Ronda to do. Sure. If they ever get to that level. That would be an amazing matchup, because I would love to see that, because that would be, I think, round two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, of them going in of their their battle, so I would love to see something like that. Then but. you could really tell a story going back to the UFC. Exactly. Uh, I know the four horsewomen. I think they're all technically signed now. Yes. So they're yeah. all training. So they're all training. Lord knows what the history. I mean, we think the women's revolution is happening now. I mean, who knows where the th- where things can go after evolution? And right. Depending on who's uh, you know an NXT and training and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, before we move on, guys, we got to talk about Afterbus TV. All right, we are here. We love being here, and we're trying to get our shows out to as many people as possible. We got everything here. It's dramas, reality, sci-fi. There's so much more. You know how hard the network here. Everyone works incredibly hard here. We have incredible staff. But After Buzz needs a little bit of help. It won't cost you a dime. All you got to do is subscribe to one or more of the YouTube channels. If you're watching this wrestling show right now or listening, you should already be subscribed to the wrestling channel for sure. Uh, you're going to, you know, YouTube will suggest other content that's made for you. If you do subscribe, it'll help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about notifications, don't be. They're optional. You don't even have to get notifications. So all you got to do, hit the subscribe button now for this channel. Check out other AfterBuzz TV YouTube, YouTube channels as well. There are so many more options. And let us know in the comments because the more comments we get, the more views we get, and everyone builds together. So for now, thank you for being the best fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Ooh, I feel like you should have just did an infomercial. Uh, I, you know, I'd be open to doing an infomercial. We should do one together. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sold you well on it. 
You know what I love? The B-Team's new music. Chat roll, tell me you don't love the B-Team. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Too Sandy. New music. Tell me you don't love that marching band song. They can't Wait. speak. I know. Were you like waiting for Tony to play something? No, I'm oh, waiting okay. for you to respond. Oh, I liked it, but what might have been a good addition, um, I'm sure you kind of know, I'm sure you're kind of aware of that. So, you know, marching band in certain places versus marching band down south, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And what I would have loved to see is like down south marching band. Oh, Lord. Like drumline. Drumline. Nick Cannon showing like, up. Like they should have done like something. Um, maybe they should do this at SummerSlam or um, if, the, if they're still together, WrestleMania, where they actually have like a drumline. Oh, come down. yeah. That would be amazing because you're, for one, you're going to think they have no idea about what this is. And they might. I don't know them like that. And then two, it's going to expose a lot of people who have never like. Drumline, like I went to Oregon, so it was just a drumline. Right. But I also was recruited to Norfolk State, and I explained their drumline. That's a whole nother beast. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Well, don't think about scholarships for marching oh, yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that would be, you know, you know, a good a good addition. I like where they're going with it. I gotta tell you, the B team has far surpassed, I think, anyone's expectations. There's no doubt about it. When Miz went to SmackDown. A lot of us were thinking, oh, no, it's what's, a wrap. what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show how ready Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas were, how great they were as the Miztourage. And now as the B team, you have an entire arena cheering for them. Do you know how hard it is to get cynical fans to cheer for anything in 2018 besides mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan? It's hard. Right. But it's uh, that it's like the underdog story, though. Yeah. I think people love the underdog story. They don't want to be, you know, for instance, Roman Reigns, he's been, even though he hasn't been on top as far as belt-wise, mm-hmm. metaphorically, he's been put on top for how many years? And people don't want the person that you're just going to give them. They want to root for the person that is unlikely to win, who, you know, they're not the greatest looking. They don't have all these things. They're just the regular person. And they just so happen to wrestle, and they managed to put together something and actually win the belt. Yes. I mean, whoever developed that is an amazing idea. It's, just, it's a basic concept, but you just... Literally slapped on, and they keep. It's not like they all of a sudden became amazing overnight. They are falling into victories literally at right. times. Yeah, you know they're having all that good karma uh, that I guess uh, comes with losing for two years, essentially. Yeah, uh, and and also you know the B team they don't cheat to win either. They just they, good Fall fortune. Into it. Yeah, I mean they then mix with a little bit of great chemistry, and they're riding this crazy wave of confidence, and, and then it's electric, and the fans are behind it, and this music it was <laughs> so great. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of it. And it's it's really it, they're they're well they're doing well at their characters. Meaning oh, yeah. that you 
I'm assuming, again, I don't know them like that, but I'm assuming they're beyond intelligent than what they appear to be, but they appear, they're making it so good that's, that you, you they're, think... Yeah, they're very intelligent. That's why they know how to play the character. Exactly. They're doing it so well that you believe it. And we're like, wait, are they, you know, their IQ score is a little bit not so great? Mm-hmm. Or are they... So they're doing a really great job. I just... I'm interested. I'm always the, I'm the type of person who fast forwards to the end of stuff mm-hmm. and then go back and watch. You got to watch the B team. Which I'm, well, I did watch it, but I kind of almost want to fast forward to like their demise, which mm. kind of sucks. Like I wonder what's going to happen because you can't ride this wave for ha- forever. So I wonder in the back of their mind, they're already kind of planning for phase two, meaning that they might ride this because they can't keep on falling into wins. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think this is going to last a while. But I don't know. The way they are, I don't see one turning on the other. I almost, because that's a classic way to do it. Right. I honestly see whenever this ends down the road, hopefully mm-hmm. way down the road, I see a handshake and a hug and mm-hmm. I'm going to go your way, you go mine. Or maybe a return of the Miz. Mm. Possibly. But more not where he's teaching them because how they got introduced, that he was kind of teaching them how to become great again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like they're, they have the belt. So if, you know, Miz has the belt and they have the belt, you know, another, maybe, maybe this extends to like WrestleMania and they usually kind of do the shakeup after WrestleMania. They do that and maybe they reconnect again. That could yeah. be something too, but. Uh, speaking of, you know, the B team. So the Eater of Worlds interrupt the tag team match, causing a disqualification. Now we have a triple threat for the tag titles next week on Raw, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me. To me, it's like, why not just make that match for SummerSlam? So. Do we see a weird finish happening next week that leads to SummerSlam, or do we think there's going to be some weird change next week? I sure hope not. <sighs> I hope not, but I also don't want them to lose the like like you were saying. Like, I hope they they hold on to the belt for a while, but I can definitely see somebody in somebody deciding what's going to happen, seeing like okay, well this is enough is like, yeah. how many times can they fall into this for how many weeks? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't know. I hope it doesn't help. Like, if they strip them of the belts next week, that just seems terrible. Agreed. And I, I think this could be a really fun match at SummerSlam, although we're getting pretty close to a full card. A lot of people in chat are saying that Matt is being very weird on Twitter. There's a shocker. Matt Hardy being strange. Oh, well, yeah. But I guess he's being cryptic about maybe leaving. Oh. But then again, it's Matt Hardy, so you... Yeah, but it's... Th- <laughs> more than meets the eye. Are they on a Legends contract? Do you know? I'm sure they're on one hell of a contract. I don't know if it's a Legends contract. Because it feels like it's the same at... Oh, my gosh. I can see his face, but I can't. Jeff? No, he's not He's not on TV now. He's performing. He's a singer. Fozzie. Oh, Jericho. Yes. Oh, no. It's not like that. But I, but I see, like, they've established enough of a reputation where, you know, maybe they just need time to do their... Like, I, anytime somebody leaves for an extended period of time, yep. I just think it's just they're going off to do something else and they're coming back because at the end of the day if somebody leaves and they're just supposed to be gone mm-hmm. wwe wwe issues a release saying hey these people no longer affiliated with us like they did with big cast so i maybe maybe he's just getting ready to do something else it might be and it seems like wwe is kind of not as much as like impact but kind of releasing their reins where you can do something 
beyond the right. WWE promotion, not mm-hmm. nothing kind of crazy, but if they want to go overseas or if they want to do this or they want to do a cruise, it might be something along those lines. Sure, it's possible. Uh, someone in chat, Tails P said, uh, next week, Akim and Razor jump in and we have a four-way at SummerSlam. That's a great option, actually. Yeah. I'm a sucker for four-way, whether it's um, elimination tag matches or just that we had one at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood at Coastline Clash, a four-way elimination tag match. It was so fun to call. I love four-way tag matches because it's nonstop. Mm-hmm. So that'd be really fun. Uh, so good call, Tailspeed. Yeah, and they're coming up too. I mean, Authors of Pain is just yeah. I like their look. Yo, Razor is getting real swole. Yeah, and I think um, I don't know if this is gonna happen. Obviously, because they're on two different brands, but um, Authors of Pain against the Usos, that might be a good one. Yes. I mean, Uso's really anybody. Yeah. <laughs> they could, it doesn't I mean, matter. I feel like I haven't seen them in in a while, but um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a fan of the, uh, those guys as well, but I, that would be a good match, too. Uh, speaking of Big Cast, you know, he he's, uh, just got booked for his first um, show outside of the company, and you know what his name is now? What is his name? Big Kaz with two Zs. Well, I mean... Hey, what you gonna do? What are you, what are you gonna do? Well, you wanna change your whole gimmick? I guess not. I, I mean, mean, it's the different letters. I guess it works. I, 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 with stuff like that, I, we, there is, um, it hasn't aired yet, but we did a pre-tip of the interview for Women's uh, Pro Wrestling Weekly where we were talking about, you know, the women and how at one period of time they all look the same other than, you know, their different hair color. Like the same type of build. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's like seven foot tall, seven yep. feet tall, um, is the fact that that's like you can't take that away from him. So he might as well just kind of keep the gimmick going because that's just who he is. Yeah. I wonder if him and Enzo are going to do something together, though. Enzo said he, I, in a previous interview I saw, I think he said he was kind of over wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if him and they would kind of do a re- reunion or they legitimately fell out. I don't know. I, I don't really uh, subscribe to what Enzo's doing nowadays. But I guess Why is he in porn? I can actually see him in porn, though. Oh, God. I, I, could see, I mean, I don't want to see him in porn, but look, I can actually see him doing porn. I saw his first two singles, and look, I love hip-hop. It's not for me. Those songs are not for me. Uh, the Kevin Owens Show. I love seeing Kevin Owens hosting the talk show. And then, of course, what hasn't Braun flipped? A stage. Now he has. Hmm. Yeah, and I do like what Jinder Mahal has done. A lot of people don't try to evolve. They're afraid to change their character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jinder had a run as champ. He knew that was over. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a massive change. It's a subtle change to where now he's all-knowing. Zen he's, master. Yeah, I I like the fact that he's trying to evolve. Um, that actually gave me the um, Phil Jackson. Who? Phil Jackson, Lakers. The coach. Yes. That, that's that's his kind of moniker. He's like, he's a Zen oh, master. Oh, he's, he's the Zen master. Yeah. I mean, he, he just gets high a lot. Allegedly. You no, know, um, he's open about it. So, so. He's 73 with bad hips. Of course he does. So that's why he's the Zen master? No, I mean, he's been the Zen master for a long time. That's not my But point. I feel like that's kind of like what Jinder Mahal is doing. He's like, you know, bringing everybody to peace, like calm down, relax. Yes. It's not that serious. And I like that. I like that. Um, and considering yoga was invented in India, well, hey. There you go. I almost see him evolving to, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. I'm so bad with names today. Jesus. Um, the guy in Impact that he talks about his third eye, I'm sure. Somebody, Matt Slido. Yes. I feel like he could almost do something, not obviously a direct copy, but something mm-hmm. like that, where he eventually gets the belt, but it's no longer the anger, gin, angry ginger. It's more of the... He's not angry right now. It's pretty exactly. good. So yeah. I think that that would be a good option for him. 
And that's another thing that's intriguing about SummerSlam. The card's building. It's, it's becoming very large. But the Kevin Owens-Braun Strowman thing, that's a match that I think everyone's going to be intrigued by because at this point we all assumed Braun was just going to cash and become champion. Now mm-hmm. it's like, wait, why are they making this match if Kevin Owens is not going to find a way to win? Right. I also want to see uh, a Braun cash-in for um, Brock. Of course. A lot of people would like to see that. Like, essentially, Roman Reigns loses, mm-hmm. and Brock and Braun cashes in. Now, here, here's what I will say. If Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar close out SummerSlam, I do think that means we're getting a cash-in. But do you think it's actually going to be, like, I don't want, if Braun, when and if Braun cashes in, I'd need him to get the belt. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a cash-in and he doesn't get the belt and it's just kind of like, oh, because I feel like he deserves the belt. Yeah. So if they cash him, if he cashes in and then he loses, like, that's just, that that's a waste. Like, I feel like he could have saved it for something bigger. Here's the thing, though, too. If, if Kevin Owens takes the briefcase, it, it might even make more sense because Braun Strowman doesn't need a briefcase to become champion really correct with the yeah. right story and if kevin owens does steal the briefcase and becomes champion guess what this whole braun, braun Strowman torturing kevin owens thing it goes to an, the next level because kevin owens is the champion and braun Strowman's chasing him for right. an even bigger reason now so we could have that happen as well because let's be honest we like seeing braun do all that stuff to kevin owens right how much more fun will it be when it's for the championship? And then I kind of, I really I talked about, I can't even remember where I talked about this, but I kind of love when Kevin Owens was uh, the face of America. Sure. That just really tickled me just because he's Canadian and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm Canadian. And, and just, you relate. Um, so I, I kind of want to see that. I want to see him bring that back again where he if he does cash in or face he gets it. Face of the it, universe? Yeah. He gets it. He gets the belt. And now he is once again the face of America. Or the universe even. Or the universe. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, changes the American, you know, song to the Canadian song and mm-hmm. just, you know, does a whole bunch of stuff. That'll just make your day. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just, it tickles me that the fact that he's doing that and it's just like, no, you can't. Can you be the face of America if you're not American? But he's lived in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. In his eyes. Why not? Right. Uh, I dug what the Riot Squad did tonight. It was cool to see Ruby Riot back. She mm-hmm. looks healthy. Let's hope she actually is. Uh, but I feel yeah, like she wasn't out for that long. Oh, Only a couple of months. I don't even know if it was a couple of months. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The 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 boss and hug connection uh, take a loss tonight. So the question is, what's going to happen there? Ugh. They technically don't have a match at SummerSlam. So that's the thing that I know it's a four hour show, but. Not everyone can be on a card. Well, um, I think, don't quote me on this, it was um, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Um, they were kind of hint, or Sasha hinted at on Twitter, like a tag team championship match, possibly. So maybe they're setting up for a women's tag team match. At SummerSlam? At SummerSlam. I mean, Stephanie already said that they won't even have tag belts by Evolution. Oh, well, disregard that. But anything, I mean, things could always change. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, though, I mean, Riot Squad, honestly, when when they both, you know, th- them and Absolution got introduced, it was they were kind of a, like weird mirror images of each other. And mm-hmm. Absolution, obviously, is gone because now Paige is GM. Right. Um, but I got to give the Riot Squad credit. They, they've stuck around, and I think they work really well as a team together. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both really young. Yeah. Liv Morgan's a kid. She's like 23. And... They do a great job, I think. I mean, they, I, I they think do. they stay in character and, and they work well as a team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like they they they're doing well. It, it, it plays to again as far as their story, their storyline, and how they're interacting with other women in in the locker room as. What are they going to give them as far as the storyline? I feel like they're doing well, but they can only do so much if they don't have a storyline. Yeah, very true. Uh, so we'll see if either one of those teams end up at SummerSlam. Will Sasha and Bailey will it finally implode? I can't see it imploding before SummerSlam. At this point, I understand fans are like, I don't want to see him anymore. No, at this point, if they're getting along again and they're really going to face each other at some point, it's got to implode gradually to me. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we're looking at evolution. So... Well, I think somebody in um, one of the shows was saying that because I had mentioned that um, Bailey should turn heel, and they're like, "Well, I don't know why Bailey should turn heel. Sasha was a really great heel," which I agree with. But I feel like if Bailey can, tr- it, it, this is kind of like a reference to Impact when Allie was heel for one of those um, one of the matches. She was really good at a heel, even though she's naturally a babyface. Mm-hmm. Like I feel if we can see Bailey do that and channel that and do it well. I mean, that would be a really great match. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she doesn't, it's just like you don't want to. You don't. You don't want to see Bailey do Bailey anymore. Right. A lot of like Sasha Banks. How many times has she changed her uh, the colors of her her? Plenty. Like at least once a month. That mm-hmm. you know, her hair has ranged from pink to purple. Well, then I she think, goes back down to. I that. think her husband is actually. Uh, clothing designer, or, yeah. or something. something behind he makes the scenes. her gear, so yeah. yeah. So like she's done all this stuff as far as these minor changes, and Bailey's just Bailey, right? So I feel like there has to be some type of change, and I just don't want to see her. Um, I almost want to see her being pushed so they're back together again, and if we're gonna do this friend BS, pushed to the limit to the point where there's. You know, they're no longer could be friends, and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, F you, Sasha. I mean, Bailey pulled it off that one night when she attacked. Yeah. But so. it was still. It was. I don't know. She's just. And I don't know if she'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. If she can't do it well, then don't do it, which is maybe why she hasn't had the opportunity to do it. But I, that's what I would want to see. Yeah. Or just move on. And, you know, pretty much separate them entirely. I will say, I think this new friendship or newly reunited friendship is just leading to evolution. I think it's the be- it's a new beginning because we still have two and a half months, more than that. Right. I October. do think it's going to lead to a massive implosion. Because to me, if you're Sasha and Bailey, it's worth sitting out SummerSlam to have one of the marquee matches at the first ever all-women's WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. That's that's the way I look at it. I, but if it does the whole friendship stuff again, uh, this was on another show. Uh, they do the whole friendship stuff and they break up and they do the writing for that and they do the lead up to it. It needs to be on another level. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be essentially what they did for Roman Reigns and and Brock. As far as you didn't really care, but now they kind of had the package and they had some additional characters that are helping to build up this storyline. It can't be like, okay, you pissed me off because you did this in the ring and now I'm no longer your friend and now we're going to square off at Women's Evolution. Like I don't want to see that because okay. we've already seen it. Mm-hmm. So it he needs to be some type of epic storyline where other people are involved where maybe, you know, Bailey gets, you know, so heated that women run out for the locker room and men run up from the locker room because yeah. they can't That's get how it's I I totally down. The, the whole locker room needs to be able to separate right. these two at some point. And yeah. I think you have two and a half months to do it. You could totally get to that right. point at Evolution. At some point, you got to trust your talent. Right. Where you got you to sink or swim. Yeah, where it could be almost like they pull her apart and they thought you know it was going to happen, and then Bailey does an epic flip off the third rope and takes down ten people. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be something on another level, not like oh I hate you, I don't want it. That's right. So 
Well, speaking of other level, I think we had a pretty damn good show. I like it. I love it. Yeah. We're we got one more before SummerSlam. So we're going to close out real strong. TK, why don't you uh, tell everyone where they can find you? You can find me at everything at, or, yeah, at everything. Thank you. At oh, TK Trinidad. Wait, let's enjoy this song first. Pump it, Tone! Pump it! There you go. See where the lights though. Where the lights though. We got, ooh. See, we, we can do this. We have three See? minutes left. We can do this for I'm an entire saying, three minutes. This is, this is the birthday song. Doesn't give you like tingles. There's a lot of birthday songs. And then look at 50 when he was in his pride you gotta understand, on a treadmill. I am a dude. Oh. This song was not made for me. Well, yeah. So, but this, he looks fantastic. It's because it was 18 years ago. Well, I mean. This song still, is from like 2000. He's still sexy now, even sure. though he's a troll on Instagram. But as long as he's not trolling me, then I'm good. Yeah. But he looks fantastic. Well, okay. Now you can put yourself over. We're going to be over able to find 50? You. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh, you can find me at everything at TK Trinidad. Simple as that. I'm at Jay Quasso and all social medias. Uh, some really cool stuff coming up. August 24th, only a few weeks away, Blackcraft Wrestling's first ever iPay-Per-View, Burning Bridges, live from the Pittsburgh Grand Hall. It's going to be sold out. They just made a massive announcement uh, just the other day. More tickets went on sale. It's real simple, guys. Go to blackcraftwrestling.com. It's only 10 bucks to watch. You also get $10 towards their clothing. The card is incredible from start to finish. I'm fortunate enough to be lead commentator for it. I could not be more excited. Then two days later, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, we have our red carpet rumble, our biggest event of the year in Southern California. Then the next day, I'm going to Pakistan for the company called, they're called Ring of Pakistan, ROP. It's the second time they're creating television. Last year, we made history being the first people to ever bring pro wrestling to Pakistan. It was an honor to be there. I'm officially going back. I got my visa. There you go. And I'm flying to Pakistan. We're doing shows in Karachi on August 29th, Islamabad August 31st, and I can't wait. And I believe it's Paige's uh, mom still going to be at... Uh... Blackcraft? Yeah. Yes, Soraya Knight versus Britt Baker. That's Boom. a first-time-ever match. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to not only meet Soraya Knight, but call her match, because she is a very violent uh, person, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a lot of fun. Britt Baker, I know she's a dentist. She better have her mouth garden. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so, then. great card start to finish, so check out all that stuff, and I'd appreciate you for it. Also, announcement coming soon about my comedy special, but I'll save that for now. Oh. Tony in the booth, thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you so much for everything. Thanks for the shout-out every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, always, I'm never prepared when you're going to shout it out to all me, right. thank you so much. Uh, find me everywhere at TonyBTony underscore, and if you like horror, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on our sister network, the Popcorn Talk Network, we I produce uh, horror movie news, and uh, we have some special guests tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, just stay tuned for that. That's horror movie, not horror. horror. Me- yeah, not horror, horror movie news. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Ciao. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.